Even the best strike out most of the time. Now, I may have mentioned this in a previous lesson, but the best baseball batting average of all time was by Ty Cobb, and it was 366. Now, if you don't follow baseball, essentially what that means is he hit the ball 3.6 times out of 10 at-bats. That's the best ever. Said otherwise, even the best of the best strike out most of the time. And two things from this, hopefully you can, you can learn. Number one is give yourself a little bit of grace because you're not going to hit a home run or even the ball most times. And the only way to get, the second thing is the only way to get better is to strike out more often. I think Wayne Gretzky is the one who said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Michael Jordan said something along the lines of, I missed, uh, I missed most of the shots I took, I missed most of the shots I took, and that is why I'm great. Something along those lines. I think a lot of times, and this goes back into the progress, not perfection um, lesson that we had, is we get so caught up on trying to get things perfect that we don't realize that it's impossible to get even close to that. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive for excellence. Yeah, we should strive for excellence. I'm obsessed with getting better a little bit every day. And for me personally, growth is a very important value in my life. I know that not everyone is the same, but I believe you're here because you're a growth-oriented individual. And because of that, you need to commit you already have commit to getting better. It's just who we are as people, right? And as entrepreneurs, we have to do our best to get better because if we don't, then our business doesn't grow because our business is always a lagging indicator of our personal growth. The more we grow, the more our business can grow. So when it comes to understanding that even the best strikeout most of the time, I want you to understand that if your first idea, if your first ad, if your first phone call, if, if your first whatever doesn't go the way you want it to, that's okay. It's actually to be expected. You're part of the club, right? So don't worry even if the first 10 go sideways. If you have trouble wrapping your head around this and really internalizing this, again, I would really recommend reading a biography of, of honestly of anyone. Read a biography of any athlete, any entrepreneur that resonates with you, and I promise you'll see their journey is always the same. It's something along the lines of, I wanted to do this thing, but I sucked at it, and everyone told me I couldn't do it, and I kept failing, and I kept failing, and I kept failing, and eventually I got really good, and even then, I (laughs) I didn't win everything. I kept failing, I kept failing, I kept failing, and then eventually I cracked the code. Let me give you a couple examples from the world of tennis because I love tennis. So Roger Federer, we all know, is one of the best players of all time. But one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that when he first came on tour in his late teenage years and into his early 20s, he had a very, very hot temper to the level of John McEnroe, right? So throwing tantrums on the court, whipping his racket around, swearing, And yeah, it's the same Roger Federer who is now the epitome of class. And so what happened there, right? He recognized that 
he had to go through that period of time where he, and he admittedly said like he had to go through that to recognize that that wasn't the way forward. So he struck out over and over and over and over and over again. And he let his temper get the best of him to eventually realize that that was no longer working for him. Now, you know, it took him a couple more years, but as he kind of came into his groove, I think he won his first championship, I believe, at the age of 23. And he's gone on to win, you know, about 20 since then. It's amazing. Um, a more recent example is Dominic Team. So Dominic Team is one of the younger generations. He's actually, I believe he's in his late 20s now. But he was in a bit of a, a weird generation of players that were still having to deal with the Roger Federer's and the Rafa Nadal's and the Djokovic's, three of the best players of all time. And then you have all these other players who are trying to crack in to winning a championship that just couldn't because they were always up against these top three guys. So here comes Dominic Team, and he makes three major finals, three like the major tournaments. He makes three finals and he loses all three of them. Then in the U.S. Open in 2020, he plays um, someone outside of the top three, Sasha Zverev, who is another youngster, a little bit younger than Dominic Team, and both are good friends. Now, coming into this game or this match, this final, I, I had a feeling that Team would win. And the only reason I thought that was that he's lost so many times that he's now earned the right to win. And Sasha had not been in a major final before. And it was kind of his first rodeo, even though he's a great player. An amazing match. Could have gone either way, to be honest. And Dominic Team ended up winning the U.S. Open. And one thing I've recognized, especially in tennis, and this may be true for other sports as well, is it is very, very rare for someone to reach the finals and win it the first time. And there's not one person I can think of who's done that in the world of tennis, but also even in the world of soccer. It's very rare for a team that has never been to the Champions League final to get to the Champions League final and win it. Let me give you a great example. A couple of years ago, and if you don't follow sports, I apologize, but hopefully this is making sense. A couple of years ago, I think it was 2018, 2017, 2018, Liverpool FC made it to the Champions League final and they played Real Madrid. Up until the final, Liverpool was just doing great. They had, you know, they had uh, some beautiful wins. They uh, beat a bunch of teams that, you know, maybe surprised a few people. And they got to the finals and they absolutely got crushed by Real Madrid. And Real Madrid is the winningest team in the European football history. They have won the most Champions Leagues of all time. And it's almost part of their culture, if they're in a final, that they win. Liverpool, I believe, had won one Champions League or one European Championship, but way, way back in the day. And it had been, actually, sorry, probably been about 20 years since they'd won the last one. And new team, new manager, you know, new culture. And they come into the finals and they lost. Because they, it was the first time they had been there in so long. Yet Real Madrid had been in the finals almost every other year for the past decade. It was almost expected that they won. And so Liverpool loses this match. 
And guess what happens? The next year they come back, they make some improvements, they make some changes, they make it all the way to the finals, and guess what happens? They win. And I think there's a lot of truth, and again, I don't know statistically if this happens all the time in every sport, but from what I've seen and what I've known, it is very, very rare for a team or an individual to win the thing the first time around. In our world, what that means is it's very rare to hit a home run the first time. And even in, in the context of a, a conversation with a prospect, it's, it's rare to get yes every time you speak with someone. If you went for your first 10 phone calls and you've never spoken with someone on the phone, and here you are learning how to do phone sales, and the first 10 people you speak to all say no, guess what? You should applaud that. You should be like, you know what? Now I've played in 10 major finals. I'm ready. I'm ready. We've had some clients that have gone 25 calls without a yes. And then things turned around for them. Now, obviously, like I don't want you to go through that much rejection. But the reality is this. We all have to strike out. And we cannot expect to hit home runs if we're not willing to strike out. I look forward to striking out. I look forward to testing things. I look forward to putting myself out there now because I'm like, you know what? The more and the faster I can strike out, the more quickly I can get closer to the home run. And that wasn't always the way I used to think about things. I used to play it a lot safer. I used to think of like, man, this didn't work out. This is not working. But the reason I'm sharing this with you is hopefully that you can learn from my experience. And I'm not saying like, I've figured out life and I've figured out business, but I've been doing this a long time and I've figured a bunch of stuff out that I think can help you. So please take these words to heart and never feel bad about striking out. Look at that as a win. Approach that as a victory. Because remember, it's not good or bad. It just is. And as long as you can learn from that and continually get better, it's only a matter of time before you win your U.S. Open.